Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, lovely trusty hogs. Please enjoy this fabulous Patreon mailbag special from episode 58. Uh, I believe this is the first mailbag special we ever did. So we solve a lot of listener problems. Solve obviously always in quotation marks. We get a lot of updates from people. uh, And this is about an hour long special that we did on Patreon. Um, If you're not subscribed to our Patreon, we do stuff like this every week. Uh, They're not always an hour, but there's always a good chunk of bonus content, normally about 20, 30 minutes. uh, And that's every week, every episode has that. Plus, we have our live shows on there for £10 plus patrons. Uh, We do little updates. We had a zoo vlog when we all went to the zoo. That's all on Patreon. Uh, And you can subscribe from as little as £3 a month, going upwards depending on what sort of rewards and tiers you'd like to join. So do go check out patreon.com forward slash trusty hogs if you'd like to join us over there. Uh, Over Edinburgh, we've been doing Edinburgh Diaries. So myself, uh, Catherine's already done one and Helen will be this week. So lots of stuff to go check out. Uh, In the meantime, we are back as usual from next week. So we are returning to our regular episode schedule. We'll have a little catch up episode and then we've got some fantastic guests booked in and a few more uh, lined up for the future, which are very exciting. Uh, I may have accidentally dropped a teaser about future guests on my Patreon vlog. So um, yeah, if you want all that info, patreon.com forward slash trusty hogs. But for now, uh, enjoy and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. Hello, gorgeous patrons. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. We are so grateful to you as a special treat. Please enjoy us trying to solve a lot of your listener problems in one go. This episode is, I think it's fair to say, trigger warning, chaotic. I'm going to say the mailbag special edition one. Yeah. Edition one. Edition one. That's a really good show. Edition one is such a good show. I feel like there's going to have to be more. Message us if you like it and we'll do more. We love you. Enjoy. Enjoy, my little piggies. Okay, Andrew, are you ready for this? Hello and welcome no, to episode no, 58 no, of Trusty No, 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 This is no, a podcast where no. I, Catherine Bohart, and she, Helen Bauer, who for some reason has copied my hairstyle today, are going to talk to you about our perfect lives and answer all of your problems. However, today is a special episode of the Hogs Pod. Why? Because we're doing a Trusty Hogs mailbag because we have got a lot of problems in Helen. We've got a lot of them. We have some catching up to do. And listen, I think we've got time to get through quite oh. a few problems. <laughs> And what are you trying to do? Oh, a nice cold can of Diet Coke to get into your problems with me, Helen Bauer, and you, Catherine Bohar. It's Trusty Hogs episode 58. Let's solve your fucking problems! I just wish we could work as a team. That would have been... I just wish we could no, work as a team. No, but you knew I wanted to do I it. I just wish we could work as a team. We're going to be working as a team to solve a million problems. I just think we should work as a team. Do you want to start with a compliment circle before we do? I think we should, my darling. I think we should. I think before we solve other people's problems. Okay, we've done so many mental ones, so let's just do like physical, but not tits or ass. Fine. Okay. Because they're too obvious for both of us. I love for a woman of 34 years 
that you okay. either are <laughs> hairless okay. on the upper lip or chin, or you've got a magical tonic that removes them all, because I have never seen one on you. That genuinely means a lot, because I worry about it a lot. It's incredible. The answer is Veet for face. <laughs> Veet for face. <laughs> and Veet for feet. Never forget the big toe. That gets very hairy. I just shaved that guy. Yeah, me too. I shaved that guy. <laughs> um, okay, my turn. Go on. I, that was your compliment. Now you give me one. What do you mean, go on? That was my, sorry, that was my compliment. You're hairless. For a woman of my considerable age, 34. I have as yet started to not start yet started to. <laughs> I get proper stubble. Like I get actual like beardy. But don't you use anything for it? Uh, tweezers. Oh, that'll be making it worse, probably. I get tweezers, and then I've got like the thing that you thing, and it disappears. And then I've used, um, I've got facial hair removal cream, but not V, like the 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 home brand Superdrug one. Okay, All but right. it smells funny. Veet smells disgusting. And it's right under your nose. Yeah, I don't love it. And then you've got um, to put it inside your nose to get the nostril what? hairs, no, just and trim. it's just, just a trim. nightmare. Just trim. No, Panny Jim put scissors up your nose. No, I meant like with a nasal hair trimmer. Don't nothing. have one. Okay. Don't have hey, one. Hey, Andrew, write that down for Christmas. I would like that to be remembered okay. for me. No, let's not buy I don't want to have my Christmas gift be a nasal hair it's trimmer. It's gonna be. It's, but like embossed. That's exciting. Are you guys excited to get out your Christmas decorations I bought you both last year? Yeah. Yeah. And um, you didn't get one. I have to get you one. What was it again? Little a little flying ceramic pig. flying pig. Oh, I did actually like you it. You liked it. I did it. actually. Emma, <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you one too. Because um, I don't think I don't think I bought myself one. I can't remember now. I'll have to check. But hopefully they'll have them um, in the shop again, and I can get you a matching little, that would a be really cute. sweet little Christmas decoration. Yes, what we haven't told the listeners is we are going to do loads of problems, but also like we have both got our little piece of chocolate to go with. And are we sharing this? I don't know. Oh yeah, no, we are. Let's share this. That was the plan because we couldn't find. Wait, are you oh, no, sharing? I want to. I want to see you snap in half. I already snapped. I snapped while it was in the packet, Andrew. Oh, it's already yeah. snapped. Can't be good podcasting. <laughs> I love how Em good. and Catherine are sharing a small Tony's chuckle only, and Andrew has already devoured his Kit Kat. Was it a chunky or full finger, my love? Chunky. Yeah. And I've still got you my already, Kit Kat to have go. You already done away with that. Absolutely done away with it. Yeah. I will be having my Nestle Kit Kat. It's sustainably sourced cocoa, but Nestle is an evil corporation. And I want you to know that I know that. Because didn't they get loads of babies addicted to their milk powder? Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, awful Nestle. Awful. Do better. I will be enjoying this, but do <laughs> do better. No, don't Nestle make... Um, they make, uh, what's it called? Nesquik. Oh, yeah, Shreddies. Yeah, yeah. Really shreddies as well. We can't um, be eating at the same time. Have you guys I heard about... No, no, I can eat and talk. Oh. Um, have you guys um, ever... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Can you, can you eat and talk? Yes, I just can't open and talk. Um, you know Kellogg's, the man who invented Kellogg's, he was a mad old bastard. Do you know anything about him? No, tell us more. Like he was actually like, so he, he was like a genius when it came to a lot of things about nutrition, but then he was also like so obsessive with what you put in your body and what you don't put in your body. Like his brother came to him with the idea of the cornflake covered in sugar and he was like, you fucking kidding, that'll never happen. And it's like, Frosties are amazing. <sighs> He was he was actually evil. He also forced loads of people to get castrated. What? Like, Sorry. He, Sorry, what's the what? context for Did that? Did you understand from the first one? I was like, I mean, people probably shouldn't have sugar-coated. No, because Frosties are good. But um, Mr. Kellogg's, I don't remember what his family was. But you can't was. treat that and, and castration as the same thing. No Frosties. That's an awful thing to live in. Forced castration. How awful. Oh. Both awful. Could you explain, please, what the hell's going on, Andrew? Um, Mr. Kellogg the worst forced is people to so, get castrated. So worst, he had like 200 castrations on his hands. The hand. worst part about this is that I now, because Helen usually does have the facts right. It's just like something <laughs> wrong. So, contextually. So can you please tell us what the hell's going on? I know on? I'm right. Uh, I think I've got a history article, but I think the history is like the preamble to a recipe involving Kellogg's. No. <laughs> it's like a Kellogg's Rice Krispie cake. Hey, and then that's the history. actually more interesting than the usual bullshit, which is like, my boyfriend and I started dating four years ago. And the thing about this recipe is that it always takes me back to the day of rain we spent. And you're like, fuck off, just fucking tell me the recipe. Like, tell me oh. about his castrations, Andre. Well, there were big anti-sex campaigners, um, huh? was John Harvey Kellogg and Sylvester Graham uh, of the Kellogg's company. Uh, anti-sex, they were anti-sex campaigners. Um, uh, what does that mean? Pro-abstinence, anti-masturbation. Um, uh, they thought the problem with Christianity was that all the holiest people were virgins. Um, huh? yeah. Wait, I don't understand. What? 
So they thought you can only be properly holy if you were a virgin. So they wanted more holiness and connection to God. So they uh, kind of pr- pro what's the word promoted promoted um, uh, anti sex um, ideologies, which With included castrations. which included castrations. Yeah, they were part of a plan to reduce masturbation and sexual activity. Um, so it started with castration. Oh my I God. told you. And all they needed to do was send them all on a nationwide tour. And he was already a successful cereal maker. It's like, if you're already doing well in cereal, why move into castration? It's such a weird segue. Do it's you know an I mean? odd escalation, isn't it's it? It's like when a reality star suddenly tries to get involved with the UN. It's like, what are you doing, babe? Like, uh, yeah, do feels... a line with Pretty Little Thing. Like, what are you... like? It's it feels a... like the opposite of that, but yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like a jump. It feels like a big jump. I like, especially because you're like... It's odd to be anti-sex, but then obsessed with breakfast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to be like, no, hanky panky, but I assume somehow you'll wake up hungry. And Kellogg's have the best cereals. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like what the Kellogg's they do the variety pack, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Which is Rice like- Krispies, Cocoa mm-hmm. Pops, Cocoa Pops, yeah, yeah, Cocoa Pops, Cocoa Pops, come on, Start. I love Start. What's, What's Start? Start? Isn't Start a Kellogg cereal? Can you check? Yeah, with the Whittle flakes and yeah. muesli and like crunchy flakes. Yeah, muesli it's delicious. And crunchy. It's what's delicious. What, what's crunchy nut? I love that one. That's Kellogg's as well. Mm. I had a donut the other day that had crunchy nut cornflakes coming out of it. And I was like, oh my what God, it's a fuck? crunchy nut donut. It wasn't. It was an apple pie donut with crunchy nut stuck on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just had gotten stuck on. It was just really weird. Yeah. That's so funny. I can't remember what it's called. Some donut place in Newcastle. Check it out. He's making a good cereal. I think I can forgive the castration, actually. What the hell, Andrew? <laughs> what the hell? Andrew, you know what? For a nice bowl of Cocoa Pops, Andrew will take over 200 castrations. Mm-hmm. You would take a Cocoa Pops over a fuck? Over, no, no, not personally. I'm not going to get castrated for... No, but let's let's boil it down to what you're really saying, which is like, you. which one is it? Do you choose sex or cereal? Um... I mean, cereal's more guaranteed, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but I'm saying, if you could choose, uh-huh. first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. every morning, yeah. the entire buffet of the Kellogg's experience, mm. or mm. a good fuck, what would you choose? I'll take a crunch nut on the finger and the arsehole, please. No, you can't <laughs> choose both, Helen. <laughs> yeah. You can't choose. I'll have a bowl choose. of and a rim yeah, job. Can, can you oh, from a woman spoken to us, by the way, she's speaking to us as she eats both fingers at the same time. Like, I can't tell that you how much... Abhorrent. That's abhorrent. You can't have everything Can all I at once. Can I do half and half like a cereal bar and four pack? I just said no. Okay. You can't. Um. You have to choose. That's fair. A cereal bar is not You're cereal. You're a monster eating <laughs> those two together. A monster. You know what? What's offensive to my people is you splitting a chocolate bar in half. At least I'm having the dignity to Who finish it myself. Germans? No, the big losses. The big, the big, the big girls. The flumps. <laughs> the flumps. <laughs> the flumps. <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't put it back in the fridge. I'm not that bad. Yum. Oh my um, God. Andrew, make the choice, please. Um, I have a, I have a fuck, please. <laughs> I didn't believe you for a single second. I'll take cereal. I didn't believe you for a single fucking second. Helen's obviously going cereal. Like Andrew's obviously going cereal. <laughs> Full array of the entire Kellogg's buffet. And what are you going? It's a tough call. You I, fucking I, cereal I, freaks! Cereal. You're a cereal freak. Mm-hmm. Do you still love an hour with the castration, though? The fact that the three of you would choose the cereal buffet over a morning fuck is crazy to me. Do you want another fact about someone in the world? I'm going fuck, by the way. Ella. I'm going from fuck. deliciously Ella. Yeah, I have eats her ass in the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, Google what? it. Google what? it. No, I'm joking. That one was totally made up. I what? loved it. I was trying it, to think of someone it famous. It feels like a thing. very good skinny girl trope. It's like whenever I get hungry, I just eat ham. Yeah, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? Like a random, very Gwyneth Paltrow recommendation. Yeah, it's like, want to stem that appetite, but still feel full up? <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to smell is the eat goop ass. candle. The Gwyneth Paltrow oh, the vagina, vagina candle. candle. I really want to know what it smells like. It'd be interesting if it was in any way accurate. Because for me, it's not the best smell. Hello? <laughs> we all went quiet. The three of us were unsurprised. You know what? Should we get into the mailbox? Should we solve yeah, some problems? I think we yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we should. Good serial chat that everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> Problem number one. Hello. Oh, Go. Yes. This is a special mailbag episode of uh, of Trusty Hogs. We'll be solving. So are you recapping our intro? Uh, not that it wasn't clear. Just maybe a bit sprawling. Um, so we'll be solving. What the fuck 
Uh, calm down. This calm. from the cereal guy? Do you want to do a compliment circle with Andrew? No. So this first problem is, um, <laughs> is from S. Hi, Hi S. S. Uh, it, and S says, it's actually an update, um, which is nice. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, S emailed last year and we solved their problem. What was it? Uh, their query was uh, about dealing with bad housemates. Yeah, uh, kill them. Confronting. I don't, I don't know if that was your advice. Probably was. Okay. Uh, well, honestly. Uh, what was the problem? It, there was a lot of bad uh, bad housemates uh, in a uni house oh. and uh, they needed kind of to con- confront that, those issues. Okay. Uh, and they said, well, they didn't take any of our advice. Oh. Because they are too non-confrontational and scared of the possible outcomes. So they just suffered in silence for a year. Great. Um, <laughs> okay, well. Cheery start What a problem. really good start to this mailbag. Just to let us like, know that no one does take no our one advice. No one will give a fuck and it won't help at you all. You should have killed them by now. They should, be, they should be buried. Really yes. chipper stuff. Super helpful. We feel important in your life. Next. Um, they decided because they'd only signed for a year that they just they just ride out for the year rather than uh, fight them. people. Oh, my God. Uh, well, you say British people. Bag. They originally moved from Ireland to uni up Okay, north. suffering in silence is sort of our jam, whereas you people do passive aggression. I mean, it's not oh, my yeah. jam. You've really suffered in silence. I said it's not my jam. Okay. It's not my jam. The Irish famously have never killed a grudge. <laughs> we hold legitimate grudges. Is that your point? <laughs> Next. Anyway, from from the, the dreary start, there is now a cheery update. Uh, they're now living in London and their living situation has massively improved. Yeah! Um, and have just started a, a new job. Uh, they'd love to meet people in London and not sure how to do that. Is there a regional trusty hogs group? That would be cool. Maybe some trusty hogs meetups. Uh, but I'm 21, just moved to London, uh, quite intimidated by it all. Yeah. Where's the best people to meet, place to meet okay. people outside of work? Volunteers of the Imperial War Museum. Yeah. You volunteer there too and you hang out with loads of history. Now. The Irish person's not going to do that. Um, here's the thing. First, okay. If there isn't a trusty hogs <laughs> regional hang, I think there should be and I think it should be called the sty. The pig sty. Or you the go to the pig sty. No, the pigs. And everyone else has to have a sty. And they all pop them together. I think they Oh, God, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think they should all hang out of the pigsty. I think um, best ways to meet people are... We've done this... like We've had this problem quite a few times because I really think it's an issue for adults in London. It's hard. And we generally would say... Sports teams, always excellent. Mm -hmm. um, Sorry, there's a a key bit of info at the end of the email uh, which says, uh, I don't do sports and I only drink in social situations. Volunteering is incredibly good for meeting people, not necessarily at the War Museum, but definitely at charities and other things. It's good fun. That is a hundred percent. Like charity groups are like fucking amazing. So you like meet so many people. Like if you don't do sports, it's fine. Like one of my old friends does like old friends. That sounds so awful. I was gonna say like ex agent, but then she's a friend now, so I went old friend. Oh. <laughs> one of my friends does a lot of Amdram, which is fucking incredible because that group's like really really fun. Mm-hmm. I used to go out with someone who um, was in show choir. Of course you did. And they were <laughs> saying like. Sexual man doing songs. <laughs> I think he's good. I think he's settling down with a guy now. Making so. Um, okay, all right, Catherine. You can listen back to the podcast. I'm sure it's chronicled in there. Or maybe this was before the podcast. I think Amdram. The one that made me the bath bum from scratch. Is he actually with a man now? No. no with a man he should now. be. Amdram and uh, volunteering. Show choir. And choirs are really good. There doesn't have to be a show choir. Choirs are good. And um, if you're queer, there's lots of queer spaces that you can go and do things. And what's that, Butch Night? Butch, please. Butch, please. And um, and alternatively, I think if you're like, I think if you have a new job, that's a really good space to like join committees, join volunteer groups within it, because often that's the best way to meet people. Totally. Also, like local independent bookshops also have like loads of meetups usually. Oh, that's a cool like, idea. It's like, like the new church. You know what I mean? Like churches, people sort of socialise. I didn't know that. But like book clubs um, can like happen in independent bookshops. Oh, yeah. You could also get really intensely into a different religion. Like if you're done with Catholicism, why not like become a Scientologist? But don't become a Quaker because there's no chatting. Yeah. And if you're looking pacifist. for company, it's so quiet. It's awkward. <laughs> and they are rivals of our beloved Kellogg's. So. Are they? <laughs> I don't get it. Why do I not get it? Quaker Oats. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I was thinking castrations. Oh my God. What's, what is wrong with you? We hope that solved your problem, Esther. We look forward to hearing from you in a year when you've taken 
none, none of our, our advice. advice. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, well, this is another update, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, this uh, is cool. One that ended quite positively and uh, has proved Catherine right. Someone's in a well. I'm so excited. How did you hear that from proved Catherine Wright? I just heard um, Wright. You truly live in the world you want to see, don't you? Helen's well. Uh, so Hel- this this person um, signed off their email, Laddie Die. Uh, I don't know if you remember, they were having a wedding. Yes. They're getting married um, after COVID delays. Uh, and a new member of their work team had been added and they didn't really want to invite them yes, to the wedding. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but they didn't know what to do. And you said, Catherine, that um, just to that you wouldn't notice if they were there or not because you'd have such fun on your wedding day, which has been proved right. Um, but uh, luckily, uh, this person writes, uh, Laddie Die, is that the person uh, left their work and got a new job, so they didn't even have to invite them in the end. The problem solved itself. Uh, but they had a lovely wedding. How did uh, that prove me right went if so it quickly. Um, Catherine's answer, she was absolutely right. I wouldn't have noticed at all. I didn't realise how quick it goes and just wanted to let her know uh, that she was 100% correct. Oh! Take it. Okay, and then I'll one take nil to it. Catherine. Uh, and there's a nice update for Helen there as well. Um, the this is a, a, a two men uh, getting married. Hi, oh that is what, one of them in a well? Uh, no, <laughs> but one of them was in uh, a recreation of Lady Diana's dress with a, a train one foot longer than. Wait, uh, Lady the actual Diana's like what are original you dress about? designed by the Emmanuel. Okay, so we just all looked at the picture and it's fucking fabulous. You look flawless. Are you kidding? You know what? The Emmanuels did a great job for Diana and I feel they did a great job for you and I love that for you. Wow. Okay, that's like the one all for me and Catherine, no? I'm sorry, I think you get two points. Did you tell them to wear that? No. No, why would that? I oh no, I suppose that would be the sort of thing Helen would advise that for me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm pissed off. Okay, then one, one nil. One nil. One nil. Um, that, that is beautiful, and it makes so much more sense of Laddie die now. It really does. Um, okay, uh, then we've got a fresh problem after those two updates. Mm. Uh, this... Oh, I just got that la- Laddie die. You just yeah. got it, like a laddie. You just got it. Yeah, got gone. Okay, I thought it was like laddie. Da, like or like lapida, you know? Lapida? What the fuck is lapida? Lap- like lapida. <laughs> it's like. Are we having a, like a collective stroke? I actually think I should stop drinking this coffee. <laughs> no, lapida, isn't that like. That's a German version of like. Is it? I yeah, lapida. I know I heard that. No? I don't speak German. I feel like in a panic you've made something German up hoping that we Maybe won't call you out. Maybe it's Papi- There's something like that, papapizzo or lapidida. No, lapidida is, yeah, yeah, look it up. I feel like it is. Okay. Now um, I'm worried that I'm wrong. <laughs> What's the lapidida? Is that what you mean? You mean that song that goes like, da, 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 da. no, lapidida. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> this is bad podcasting. Let's go, Andrew. Okay. Let's do next, next problem. problem. Uh, this is from A. Hi, A. Hi, A. A says, hello, beautiful hoggies. Hello. Uh, Yes, always. (laughs) Just wanted to quickly say, since I've recently become a patron, it's so bloody brilliant to hear all the gossip. I feel like I'm listening to my mate's chat. Thank you, eh? Thank you, eh? No, to be fair, we put all of our secrets in the extras. I've seen a lot more of our secrets in the extras. If you want to hear who we're fucking, I would pay the extra. I think it's worth it. Steamy. Yeah, it Very is pretty steamy. steamy. And also, de- like, a... well, steamy and then also disgusting. But yes, yeah. thank you. Mm. So glad you're enjoying being a patron. I love when people join and then are like hyped about it and you have all those older episodes to catch up on. Fact. Every single episode has an extras episode with it. So if you become mm-hmm. one, you get now like 58. That's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so uh, on to the problem. It might be a, a bit of a weird one, but I thought you could give me some recommendations. Okay, let's try. Uh, I've been on anti- antidepressants for the last five years. A dose so high that they don't usually prescribe that amount in England. But because I started on it in Scotland and we'd be crazy up there, I continued when I moved down. Hey, I am also on a Celtic amount of antidepressants. We love to. <laughs> what is that? Like is that how you measure a Celtic amount? Yep. That's really funny. Yep. I got it. <laughs> I, I got you. I've been on them for 10 years. Let's go. What's the question? Well, since I've been on them for so long and before that uh, had various problems, I only got jiggy with life a few years ago. God, uh, jiggy with life. What a great phrase. As wonderful as sex is, I can't bloody complete the game. Yes, I can't come. I never have, and I try wanking, but I just get so bored. Uh, shock horror, though. I'm a squirter. So I only make a lot of mess, even if I'm only on a 4 out of 10 on the scale of sexual satisfaction. Are there any ways I can learn to get there? How does your medication affect your ability to really enjoy the moment? Any advice on toys, relaxation, or I don't really know, pushing myself in a well and moving to Germany? Any help <laughs> would be greatly appreciated. Love you all. 
Wait, so no this per- joke. This person is a scorcher who squirts when they, even when they haven't come. Yeah, so I, I, I guess a lot of the problem is like they're making so much mess. They just, I want to actually get some satisfaction out of it. Well, for that's all that fair. And also, it's like presumably your partners often think that you have come when you squirt because, for example, this idiot didn't know that that was a thing that could happen when you haven't orgasmed. So. I will say this, I've never squirted and I want to so badly, even though I'm aware it's two thirds piss. That makes me want to do it. What? Sorry, Sorry, what? what? Sorry. Apparently it's two thirds piss. Yeah. Google it and um, do it all. But like before we get into your problem, I want to read out this because, do you know Zoella? She was like the most cookie cutter, perfect Sorry, YouTuber. Sorry, are you segueing from a serious question and you're going to go to yeah, Zoella? Yeah, yeah. Please tell me there's a connect. This is very relevant. Zoella, who is like, she's like so perfect. She's with her boyfriend, Alfie, and they've got a daughter and like everything's just amazing. And like, I actually love her, so I don't know why I'm doing this voice. Okay. But like, she just like, she loves decorating for things and making cakes. Like, she's you. And then... Um, with a boyfriend and a child. But, and she has, she's had a blog like her entire years. life and then she got into vlogging. But her blog still exists. And then on the 22nd of September this year, the lead page article, seeing as it's been for the whole time, like how to make your boyfriend happy, how to make the perfect carrot cake was how to squirt a beginner's guide. What? Huh? <laughs> no joke on the Zoella website. And it says, are you ready to learn about more about squirting? Yes. Then this guide by School of Squirt is for you. And it's a guide from School of Squirt. What is squirting? In technical terms, squirting is defined as the discharge of a noticeable amount of fluid from the urethra. Piss. Yeah, is that, I'm getting corroborating sources here. No, I know I'm right. They just never believe me when I say anything. Because I had a friend who could make herself squirt and we got really into looking up. This occurs after a variable time of sexual simulation and it's often linked to G-spot stimulation. But it is not from an orgasm. So what I will say is for anyone who's curious or like Catherine isn't aware that it's piss that comes out of you. Um, you do want to... Oh, look, here you go. The real composition of squirting fluid is more complicated, however. It's true that the fluid associated with squirting does come from the bladder. In addition, it, it contains urea, creatinine, and uric acid, all of which are found in urine. Okay, how do, what does it say about making it happen? Myths associated with Smith one squirting is fake. Oh, no, it's just myths. Squirting can only occur with G-pot... Squirting can only occur with G-spot stimulation. There's no doubt that for many, G-spot stimulation is the easiest way to squirt. It's not the only way, however. The G-spot is the fleshy nub located towards the... It's the clit. Yeah, the clit. Like, the opening of the vagina. When you are aroused, the G-spot will fill with blood and seemingly grow larger. I mean, no, I no, thought the... I, no, we're not talking about the, the clit. We're talking about the yeah. G-spot. Not the clit the and clit. the G-spot are separate, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Okay. Oh, my God, they are. Helen, uh, Helen, <laughs> Helen, you're jo- Helen, Helen, look at me. Tell me that you knew that women had a G-spot. Tell me that you knew that women had a G-spot. I thought, we did, I women- thought it was the clit. I thought the clit was the G-spot. Oh, my God. Helen. I knew guys have one of their asshole. Helen, look Are at me. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, listen to me. This is I'm not- 31. I know. <laughs> I want you to look at me, though. I want you- this is very simple. This is not a complicated thing. No, listen, look at me. Helen, Helen, Helen. Look at me. I, I, honestly, as a woman, I need a minute right okay. now. And I feel like you're not being respectful okay. of that. It is mad that you didn't know it. But also, the myth has been perpetuated that women don't for a long time. As has the difficulty of finding it by men who ultimately don't know how to please women. And then they feel bad. I've never had a relationship. It's because... No, babe. The more you get to know yourself, the more you'll be able to show people what you want I and what you love. Married with a baby by now, if I had a better sex education at school. But can I just explain that you don't? You also don't love penetrative sex. So the discovery of this—I didn't know there was a G spot there. Can I tell you where it is? Where? Yeah. Well, can you just point it out for me? I'm not going to get in there. Well, get in there. I'm not going to get in there. What I am going to tell you is this. Can I go to the bathroom really quickly? Uh, no, you cannot. But here's what. I'm, well, you can after I tell you. You can tell. You can go to the bathroom after I tell you. Does that seem like where a fair deal? Yeah, okay, I'm going to tell you how to find it. Can I tell you? Yeah. Put your phone down. Okay. When you are entering a woman, the G-spot in most on most women is literally a human finger length up. So you're cool. It's not going to be hard to find. It's on the front, essentially, if I'm fingering you yeah. on the front. I know the spot you're talking about. That's a G-spot. Listen to me. You, the spot itself you should know because it is unlike where everything else internally is soft. It will feel slightly ridged. Like you know, teeth. No, not like teeth. Just like little folds. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know, I know what you mean. Do you know which spot I mean? No, I need to okay. go explore myself. So, I cannot believe there's something I haven't found. 
either can I and it feels like you haven't even been rattling around and that's fine. But it's I have been wall. rattling around. Front wall, about a finger the up. The things that have gone up there, Catherine, I... You just need your finger to go up. And, do you want to go to the bathroom and find it and then come back? Yeah. This is going to be really profound for the listener, I think. Catherine, if you want to do a problem while I'm gone, okay? No, I think everyone should take a pause. Listen, I'm going to guide the listeners into doing the same thing while you're in the bathroom, all right? Okay. Bye, See you later. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The first thing I want to say is that um, Helen cannot be alone. She's an incredibly hypersexual woman, and there's no way that some of you weren't also surprised. So if you're laughing along at home, that's grand. But if you're also like, what the fuck, then it's also, that's okay. And um, you're not alone. And Helen is currently in the bathroom, and I'm fascinated to see what happens when she comes back. But if you also want to go to the bathroom and check out what's going on, you can. I would also say it's probably an easier thing to find if you're like, sit up or lie back rather than like going to the loo I don't know quite how she's gonna like bend over in that situation listen I don't know what she's up to um also you can get a little like diagram on the internet if you're a bit lost mainly though I'd say it's unlikely that you're gonna like just feel your g-spot and be like whoa that's amazing you'd actually have to like stimulate it for some time I imagine but then again it's important to say I'm here rambling at you but I didn't know that squirting was piss so we're all learning today we really are. We're all learning. And um, and look, this is a, a a place for that. And A has really, A has actually been really abandoned in this situation because A was sent in their problem and we were like, squirting. She's back. She's back. <laughs> Hi. It's not there. Yes, it is there. It's not there. It is there. I would have felt it by now as well. I think I've got a, it. It's in it. I reckon mine's further in. No, Helen. Look at the it diagram. Is there. You have incredibly long fingers. It is there. I have. And this is the thing. I have incredibly long fingers. And I'm telling you. It's there, Helen. This might be why I don't enjoy jet penetrative sex. I think mine's higher up. No, Helen. I think mine is in no, the uterus. It's not in the uterus. And that frightens me because that means if I do get pregnant, my baby might be the first thing that stimulates my G-spot. And I'm not willing to be that mother. Helen, it's not. I'm not willing to be that mother. It's not. But also lots of women do come as no, they No, because like, I shove tampons up their moon cups and I've never brushed against something that's been like, oh. No, that's what I was saying to the people while you were gone is that it's not a thing where it's like, it immediately goes, oh, that's amazing. It's not like you're, it's not even as sensitive I would say as your clit it's more that like when you give it attention so when people masturbate yeah do they do their g-spot as well as the clicks I'm just going on the clip yes people also do their g-spot also it depends on whether or not you enjoy penetrative sex I I I mean since before I don't hate penetrative sex but I don't get anything from it it's so funny isn't it because so maybe it's not being stimulated that's what I'm saying I think mine might be like no I just think you don't haven't necessarily found it but also some people know where their g-spot is and I don't want to be the woman who doesn't know where her own g-spot is no this is you shouldn't be but what I'm saying to you is oh my god is that what seven is in friends what you know that famous clip from friends where she's like seven 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 no seven I don't right. know what you're talking about. You, right, keep talking. I'm going to find this but can clip. I just, we need to go back to A and their problem. But what oh, A, you're fine. No, uh, Helen, no. <laughs> what was A's problem? I can't remember. But, also, but Helen, Helen. Oh, um, orgasming. Helen, a cool thing that's happening right now, though, is I do think we're booking stereotypes. I think there's a stereotype that it's lesbians who don't like penetrative sex and straight women who fucking love it, whereas actually I think we're... we're on I'm going to play spectrum. the Friends Climax scene to you because this has I been... I don't want you to. I don't want you to. Also, Helen, they were acting. It's not a documentary. Put your phone down and let's answer A, please. Mm. Put your phone down and let's answer A. Mm. Put your phone down and let's answer A. Mm. Put your... Yes, yes, we had the sex. Uh-oh. It was bad? It was fine. Okay, my God, somebody's killing Monica <laughs> says there's seven erogenous zones yeah. on a woman's body. Okay. I and then she... That. Plays out where these seven zones are. Okay. I've got two. What are they? Ears. Yeah. Mm. And clip. Okay, now 
What a, no, I meant. Ears and cut. Ears, clit, nipple. Oh, yeah, nipple, that's a good one. G-spot. Well, G-spot's new for Helen. But what's the seven? What are the other? Mix them up. <laughs> it's not bad podcasting. I think it's important. That for is bad land. podcasting. Sorry, everyone. Um, can we return to A, please? Okay, A, let's do this. Yes, antidepressants are a nightmare for coming. I found it really hard. I'm now on a low dose. It's not Celtic. Um, so I can come. But I will say, for me, I've never been able to come with someone that I do not have any sort of emotional attachment to hence a lot of uh, faking in my very very early years and then just like not giving a shit and being like eh, nothing for me like I do have to focus quite a lot I think a lot of people do have to like it's it's like you know mental energy going into it and I think a lot of it is being clear with your sexual partner that like don't say that <laughs> or don't do this like because it can be very distracting. Like for me, I find it really hard to come if someone's like playing with my nipples because I find it like a bit painful and sore. I got very like sensitive nipples. So you just need to like instruct them, but you can focus, think of someone else usually. What's your advice to them in terms of the antidepressant? Oh, um, cold turkey off the antidepressants. No, Ellen, no. <laughs> no, it's just, you've really got to focus and you also um, uh, can communicate that to whoever your such partner is and also like it is just it is a fucking numbers game of like you will not have an orgasm every time you have sex like you've really got to yeah I wish I could make it so easy because some people do come super easy I'm definitely not one of them um, I get turned on very easily which is very frustrating because I'm always turned on but I'm never coming but um, Em how was that funny my love how was that funny <laughs> So anyone who can't hear Emma's just giggling in the corner at me being vulnerable about my um, clit and you my were newly being really found non-existent clit G-spot. You were being quite honest, actually. This and has been the worst episode for me so far, by question, the way. Here's my question for you, though. Are you not coming when you're wanking that many times a day? No, I'm coming when I'm wanking. I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm fully focused. And there's nothing to distract me. Not like your job or the economy. What job? What job? Okay. What job? <laughs> fine. fine, fine, fine. I think that's all pretty good advice. I also, I actually think that was really good and very honest of you. Um, and I think, additionally, I do think that this is a thing that is valid to talk to your GP about. I do mm. think like not coming is like yeah. that is a like I, I think it's a human right. It. I mean, it's not it, not from other people, but you are absolutely entitled to want it for yourself. And why to would Hermione to give it Granger to join the UN <laughs> if it wasn't for women having the right to come? You know, it seems yeah. Winston Churchill when he was asked about arts funding during the war, and they went, "Why are you just going to slash the arts funding?" And he went, "What are we fighting for? What are we fighting?" <laughs> Did that really happen? For yeah. God, you're good. Thank you. I'm very knowledgeable, babe. You really are. With a G-spot, it turns out. <laughs> it turns out. Hey, I really think you should do some research between now and the next episode and report back. I'll do my best. I cannot believe. But the funniest bit about all of that was when we started. And I think it was somebody said the G-spot and you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, the clit. And then carried on and the rest of us were I like, was so confident. You were like, yeah, that's the clit. And you were like, <laughs> the clit. And it's like, what? No, no, that's not what we meant. No, uh, what? Is she going to catch on? Oh, she doesn't know. Oh, she doesn't know. Oh, Let's just say, if you know. go to your GP and talk about not coming, I might go to my GP after a full exploration when I'm not in toilets at a studio. Um, when, and if, I mean, I might, my G-spot might be higher up. Like, we don't know that. Like, there's, no, that's not and totally impossible. And also, I think I'm 31 and... I'm like, maybe I've just been with, like, really... <gasps> this is why women like big dicks! Oh my God, everything is clicking in. <laughs> everything is made. My entire life is making sense. Because people always go like, oh, he's got such a big dick. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, who gives a shit? Like, who gives a shit? Now I give a shit. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know that I need to be here for this. Are we having like, is this a conversation or are you just having? I don't know, but I'm, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'm angry at my mum. The amount of stuff she told me about sex and did not mention what? this. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm putting it on her classic daughter. Am I right? What? My That's... mom didn't teach me about my G-spot when I was 12 and I'm fucked. Like. Wow. <sighs> wow. I will say this. I do think it's like a shitty 
it's a really shitty side effect of antidepressants and is in and of itself deeply depressing. And I think I've put up with it affecting that a lot mm-hmm. longer than I in like for periods that are much longer than they should have been. And it's really awkward to talk to your G- GP about there's no way two ways about it. But I swear to you, there's no way that a GP hasn't heard it before because uh, I've told them. So um, they've definitely heard it before. Also, this is a bit expensive, but I do know a couple of friends who have gone to see coming experts. Like there are like, it's like private sort of a thing to like help you like learn how to come and to come sort of like more regularly. Because it is, there's a mental block for a lot of people as well. I don't want to say who, because we both know them. But like, um, it's like you can go see someone, it's like different positions they can do with you and they can talk to you about it. And sometimes there's like a link of shame that's from childhood. You might not even know it's there. I'm not saying this is what's happening with you. It's just that there are experts. Like you, I mean, it's private. Um, but like, how much are we talking? I think we're talking like a hundred pounds a session, and people usually need a couple of sessions. Like it's not. I mean, when it comes down to it, like if it's something that you're really interested in, I mean, it'd be great to have one on here actually to talk with us. But you kind of need to be with them, and the, no, not naked, but like they kind of need to like yeah. exercise with you and move around and stuff. But sometimes it is a position thing. Like obviously, everyone's body is different. Different angles work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. There is there is a lot of people out there whose jobs this is, which sounds bizarre. No, really I completely agree. There's a woman I follow on Instagram who's amazing. Um, Jenny something. Let me check. I find her stuff really informative and really um taboo breaking. Great. Jenny, she's Irish and she's a sex expert and like, I think she's we just amazing. need to stop it saying that coming is like a given and that means that you're like a sexual being. It's you're a Jenny sexual being coming. And her Instagram is at hello Jenny Keen, and I just think she's fantastic. And she does online workshops if you don't want to do those kind of things in, per- in person and they are cheaper. Um, and she puts a lot of content online. And I, I just genuinely, genuinely find her. She's like taught me a lot, and um, and her online courses are. Actually, something I really want to do. They seem amazing. Is there any part of anyone that thinks no one is listening to the podcast anymore? Because it's suddenly like everyone's just landed as a G spot and no one else knew either. <laughs> <laughs> no, all everyone our, else knew, didn't all they? Our listeners, tweet in if you're currently. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you <laughs> working, Twitter? Andrew? Andrew, did you know that the women had a G spot? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so everyone knew. Yeah. Yeah. Even <laughs> the gay man. Female, yeah, like everyone. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. Let's do another problem before I um lose my mind and learn that like I shouldn't have three nipples or something mad. Okay. Uh, this next. Wait, what did pro- you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's this- a mole for fuck's sake. A nipple. It's a mole. Oh, it's right in the middle there. Isn't it? It's a mole. Put your tits yeah, away. Quite, it's that's a mole. like equidistant between the other two. It's a mole. I mean, just the that's two nipples, and that's not a nipple. It's Sorry. a mole. Big hair came out of my tits just then. Not on. It was like you know what, carry on. Mm. Oh, I got a grey hair the other day. Oh no, I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. Never couldn't, mind. I couldn't be clearer. I don't know why you would think I would. <laughs> on my head. On my head. I don't Christ. want okay. to know. I don't want to know. I had a spot in between my shoulder blades yesterday. I hate I you both. It like make this. it stop. Oh, with your shoulder blades. Oh yeah. my god. Wow. Um, hello. Uh, do you wash your hands after you go in and check for your G spot? Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is from E. Hello, E. Uh, they're a big fan of the podcast. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to us. It really uh, does. Being from really Fleet does. myself, <gasps> having worked at the since closed Fleet Services McDonald's. Do you know anyone called who starts with E who works? Yeah, loads of people that start with E who works with the Fleet at the Fleet McDonald's. Well, I'm list their names just in case the problem something really like intense. But okay, this is amazing. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a quite a nice problem. Um, it is a delight to hear some representation for Hampshire's finest mid-sized semi-rural town and all of its quirks <laughs> and fascinating landmarks. Yes. Truly the jewel of the M3. Yes, it really the is! The jewel of the M3! What a win! Okay. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I personally prefer Cobham. But um, ah! I am a... <laughs> I'm a Shots st- fired! So just take a minute and just be respectful of this clearly very important message that we're receiving. Thank you for saying that. Um, fleet. I am well a student done. approaching my last year at university and the real world is rapidly approaching. I play in a band and we take it fairly seriously and it's something I really love doing to the point which I'm looking to pursue it, something I'd never really considered before. Pursuing it sort of means moving to a city, probably London, and roughing it in a difficult, competitive and expensive profession with no guarantee of success. Mm. Is it worth pursuing with slim to no odds of success or getting a proper job and hopefully doing well? If the former, do you have any advice for trying to make it in a difficult industry? Uh, Having gone through the early days of stand-up, uh, it is troubling me a bit, and I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks again for providing a fantastic podcast. Uh, I hope you still think that after today. Can Thank I? 
You can do it, but I'm so excited that you're from Fleet. Like, what school did you go to? Can I you take know? this one for a second? You can take this one, but then I'm so going to jump in. Did, were Please. you there when Woolworths was open? Do you go to this and that? Like, tell me everything. Here's my thoughts. Um, First of all, so fucking cool that you do that. Secondly, it feels like you know that you should give it a go because I feel like those are those things where you don't want to live with the regret of not having tried it. I really think that that's like just such a disp- those are like the meanest dads who are like well I was in a band and you're like oh fuck just like fuck it. sorry you didn't move to Manchester do you know what I mean like it's not my fault so I just think there's that but the other thing I would say is I don't think you have to move to London I genuinely don't I think fucking great music is being made all over this country uh-huh. and I think you can absolutely do it in other cities that are less competitive less expensive Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester Newcastle oh, like music like, Liverpool babe absolutely like, I, you know, I think there are so many amazing places to mm-hmm. make music so I don't think that that's necessary and I think that you can travel to gig the other thing I'd say is genuinely I don't think it's an either or when it comes to a job or a band like we did not start. That was my first reaction. Yeah, so we, like you're going to have to do both for a while. Exactly. Yeah. We did not start stand-up and quit our jobs because I'd have been homeless. Like there, w- It wouldn't have covered me for the first mm-hmm. three and a half years, even mm-hmm. and not with it, not in a chat, like not in a million years. It mm-hmm. was a have a job and do the gigs at night mm-hmm. and go to the job exhausted and be bad at the job but nobody fired me because I was really good at blagging it. And also I was so young so I looked fine. And just yeah. like... Just you, that is, I don't think there's a choice where you get to be like, well, Will, unless like you have somewhere you can live from home and your parents are supportive of it or whatever. But even then, I don't, I don't. Those artists aren't the best artists. You got to be out there, man, doing all of it. Yeah. What are you gonna write about if you don't live a life? And um, so I think do that. But I think, look, the thing is, you've already been through a lot. You're from Fleet, so you can do this. Where did you know that come from? That was so you lovely can, until then. And, and you don't even know Fleet. And the thing about it is, it's like the what the highest art- artistry to come out of Fleet so far is Helen Bauer. No, you can no, absolutely no. Surpass that. We've had another artist. Who was it? The drummer from the band The Sundays. Okay, so what I'm saying to you is the bar is low, my friend. Get out there, <laughs> surpass it, do your best, and uh, and make us all proud, and make us all finally understand what the hell Fleet's all about. Fleet's about being a mecca in the place of dreams. So we already know what Fleet's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Okay. Um, I will say this. If you do become massively successful, if Fleet ever gets an escalator, I want to open it. So I will be willing to do it with you, but... Um don't surpass me too much. And we have tickets to your shows when you're famous. Thank yes. you. Yes. Also, to Catherine's completely right. Like, you will do both. You will have a job and you will work. I will say this. The idea of moving to a city is often more intimidating than the actual reality of doing it. It's just all the if, like, happens if I hate it, happens if it, like, nothing's permanent in life. You pick a city, you find a room there. I'm making it sound really easy. Everything is a bit of a stress. You pick somewhere to live. You find a room. You get a day job and you find the local open mic nights and you start going and performing your music and you write your music and you will be tired. But if you love it, it'll be great. And if it doesn't feel right, if the city's wrong, if the scene is wrong, if the job is wrong, everything is changeable. Everything is. Like it really... Agree. You do not have to think. I remember in my early 20s thinking that I had to pick everything perfectly. Yeah. Or I'd fuck it up. Yeah. And it's like, no, I've changed everything a million times. That's it's such a good so point. It's so chill. Such so a good point. So just run and go for it and just figure it out as you go along. Hard agree. And after this, um, the UK is all very expensive and very oversubscribed. Like, there are amazing cities all over the world. And um, sometimes that big move is what you need. Like that big, big change. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. move to Germany and put someone in a well. No, but like, that felt no, right. No. Um, but also, if you're still working at Fleet Service Station, let me know, because I'm probably be home at some point, and we can I, go for a, a drink at Mochaccino's. I'm joking, it's not even <laughs> anymore, but like, whatever. No, they're in the McDonald's that's unfortunately closed, uh, which is another beef I have with Fleet Services, actually. They've... We've got a KFC. I don't understand why everyone's No, no, because it's not open time. 24 hours. There's no 24-hour food halls left at Fleet Services. So? Carbum. Carbum. Yeah, also who's ever been at a petrol station and been like, Oh, I wish I wish there wasn't a McDonald's as an option here. What? Oh, just let you fuck off. Fine. Okay. <laughs> um uh, would like Cloncella like- has a really good service station. Like what do we call it? It actually does, to be fair. Next uh, would you like a uh, 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 another problem? Yeah. Petrol- I'm so sorry. 
Uh, this, well, this is another update. Um, <gasps> Yay! Thank you! Uh, so this is an update. Uh, this was a problem that was actually solved whilst you were away, Catherine. Yeah. We had Camille and Rose um, on the right. podcast. We would have done a good job. Uh, it was uh, about the this person's cousin's husband found kissing uh, the cousin's best friend. This was so good. Sorry, you what? missed out big time I on this one. To, I need you to tell me the links again. Okay. Oh, it's really confusing. Tell me. Cousin's husband found kissing best friend. Uh, that best friend also has a boyfriend. The best friend claims that the husband came onto her. Big fight. Um, the best friend took on a temporary job on the other side of the country to move away from it. Cousin and her husband are in cu- couples counselling. Um, but the best friend still comes back to visit. Uh, all a bit eggy. Uh, and uh, there's been confrontations and arguments since. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was the it was a brief, in- brief overview of uh, quite, quite a lot dramatic event. And there's an update on that now? There is an update on that And now. if you are confused, totally go back and listen to, I can't remember, it was like 20 episodes ago with um, Camille and Rose I'll and me. Listen now. It is 100% worth it because this that, problem was but insane. But that shit is what normal gossip that podcast I was telling you about is like. I know, I've got it subscribed to now. Isn't it good? I haven't listened to it yet, oh. but I'm prepared. That's incredible. Please tell me the update. Uh, well, uh, Helen, I believe, advised that you take the cousin, that the person emailing takes their cousin to Dollywood. Uh, that was your advice. Good. Uh, but hey, sad- so good to know that you're just as bad when I'm not here. No, because then they can be distracted from the pain of everything and then they mm-hmm. can get bad news, but they're in Dollywood. I think you were in a real Dollywood phase at the time, yeah. I get it. Um, <laughs> so, cousin and her husband have completed couples counselling and are staying together. Okay. No word yet on the best friend. Uh, I've not killed the husband, but this may depend on uh, when you release the episode. Uh, any advice on how to face him at family functions? Uh, we prefer um, non-violent means, pre- preferably. Uh, no revenge fuck was had. I offered to set her up with a keen friend of mine. That was another thing that was suggested. Was yeah, maybe that the she cousin got I get to. It. No, yeah. you don't need to explain that one to me. Yeah, I got the concept for sure. Um, and she, you know, they've invited her on kind of uh, various trips away. Uh, they're going on poker tournaments out in big cities, taking them there. It's quite a, quite a cool life this person leads. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, so ba- it's basically um, all, all the counselling went well enough that they're staying together. Okay. But there's clearly still some tension from this emailer who is um, uh, M. This is M. The protective cousin. Uh, the protective cousin. Uh, how can they face the husband despite the, the lingering kind of rage <laughs> about his cheating? So, do you understand the full situation? I understand the full situation. You grasped it a lot quicker than we did. The problem oh, is, yeah, we spent ages trying, trying to, to really out. figure out who everyone okay. was right to. No, who. I got it. I think maybe the summary was clear. So now, so now we basically need to just figure out what to do at family functions when faced with this cheater, who is now definitely staying in the family mm. yeah. and non-violent. Uh, non-violent or violent, but you have to be creative with it as well. No, I think non-violent <laughs> is the obvious. I look, I think unfortunately animal party. So you do one of these parties, you know, when they get like a lizard person. I love how person. I was speaking, but we're just gonna okay. Lizard person. Just, one of my favourite clips from the episode where we had Sarah doing the speech dialect is when she turns to you and then she turns back and goes, "Oh, sorry, Helen, carry on." Because <laughs> oh, because uh, Helen just started speaking over me. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. Ha- here's what I was thinking. Um, I mm. I don't think non-violence is like something that we should have to choose. I think it should be the only option. I think um, ultimately, who do you love in this situation? Why do you feel violent? Because you care about and no want to protect your cousin. The only way that you can show that you actually care about your cousin and not just that you want to be some sort of saviour, unfortunately, is to do what would make your cousin happy and what your cousin has decided makes her happy is to stay with this man. And also, not only have they decided to, to stay together, they've actively done some work on it. So this man, while he fucked up, I'm not saying that what he did was okay, he didn't pretend it didn't happen. He hasn't not had any consequences or not had to do any work. He's stayed in it and she stayed in it, having done the appropriate and correct thing to do when your relationship is fractured in that way. I think the only thing you get to do is be civil. Oh, I'd say petty. Right, okay, talk me through it. That's weird that you said civil. Because I think you can be very sneaky. So obviously Animal Party would be my first instinct. Talk us through that. So you get like a person over with lots of exotic pets and then you just let them all loose. Obviously a nightmare for the person with exotic pets, but also there's a good chance you'll get bitten by a scorpion on the balls. And that's just plain funny. What? I'd say petty (laughs) move. Petty move. That's just a bit of fun for you. I'm not saying that all men who cheat have a big DVD collection. (laughs) But everyone who has a big DVD collection is a man who has cheated. They all cheat. (laughs) And the only way to get them back is to open up all of them and switch over cases and DVDs. And that really fucks them up. I can tell you that from experience. Oh, that's really good. Petty, 
but you will feel good about it. I actually think that's allowed. That's allowed within the remit of You like a little bit of petty that's revenge. That's gorgeous. Very petty. Gorgeous bit of business. Yeah, so that would be something, and just like, just do two, three every time you see him, every time you go over. Just two, three, your cousin goes to the bathroom, he goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Switch couple out. We're mm-hmm. talking Titanic into Robocop, vice versa. Have a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But don't do like one-on-one mixes because it's so obvious. You've but got to do at least three. Do change point. the, if it's within a trilogy or a series, do change them within that. Mm. The wrong Star Wars in the wrong order will fuck this man up. There we go. There we go. Mix Blu-ray with DVD. Oh, yeah. Have oh. fun with the CDs. Uh-huh. Have fun with the CDs. Uh-huh. No one, no, you know what I mean? Open up their like fucking Family Guy collection. I'm assuming Family Guy. Yeah, I think no, I'm correct. Right. No, no, dead right. Family dead Guy right. season right. six. Yeah. And it's a fucking Tori Amos CD. That'll yeah. get them. Don't mind if we do. Don't mind if we do. South Park can also be mixed series wise. That's gorgeous. But it's Shania Twain. Yeah, it is. Bit of Nirvana in the South Park DVD. Lovely Don't mind stuff, do. Catherine. You thought you were going to have a fun night and actually... It's taking you back to that bitch ex-girlfriend you started to forget. You just started to forget about. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And then hey. you've got the violent ones, but I feel like, um, oh, I'll just quickly wheel through them. Um, obviously, The Well is a famous one. Yeah. Accidental Hit and Run, always a classic, always no a bit way. of fun. Um, lock them in a room and then scare them by turning the lights off and like bashing on it. Uh, dressing up no. as a clown and frightening them at night. Bit of no. fun. No. no one gets hurt. No. It's mentally scarred. No. Okay. I just say, um, sorry, um, amongst all those silly fun ones that nobody gets hurt, just a bit of emotionally scarring, yeah. you did say accidental hit and run. I yeah. don't know if you missed yeah, that. Yeah, that happened. Did, that did slip out of your mouth. Hit and run doesn't mean they have to die. <laughs> <laughs> they can just get a bruise. You're psychotic. Okay, well, listen, we wish you well with that, but genuinely, I think if you really care, it's because you love your cousin. And if you love your cousin, you have to trust your cousin. And if what your cousin wants is to be with this man and they've done the work together to do that, then I think for, because she's, she's, for all that he'll be uncomfortable at a, at a, at a family yeah, it's obviously be nice to him in public, but still the DVD thing. I think we're on the yeah, same no, page. I agree. I agree. But let me just say this. He will already be uncomfortable at the family dues. Of course he will. They all fucking know what he did, right? He's going to be uncomfortable. The person who's also going to be uncomfortable too, though, is your cousin in her own family situations because... She'll feel, even if none of you say it out loud, she will feel judged. And I think she has to be your priority at those. Sorry. Say so and the DVDs. And the DVDs. Yeah! Which I do, I do actually support totally. Yeah. <laughs> and with the DVDs, <laughs> we end... What has been an incredible... How many problems have we solved today? 200, I think. Um, yeah, I think they do. none. What? Andrew! <laughs> Andrew! No, I'm sorry, that I'm joking. 247 problems if it was anything. I'm we sorry. did a really good job. Um, I, I don't know what to say about this whole G-Spot clip thing. All I can say is um, thank you for teaching me. Mm-hmm. And to be done. Work to I be have done. a lot to learn yep. and to study. And yes, you'll be getting a video call from me later. Okay. And thank and you I'm, for the piss info on the squirting. You're welcome. And I I'm was really t- coveting doing it in my lifetime, and now I feel less stressed about it. And I'm like, I'm cool, actually. You would hate squirting. I would thrive in it. I'd be like raining in my own piss, having a great <laughs> time. You would be so upset with yourself. I think I'm ultimately too uptight for it to ever occur anyway, so it's fine. Hey, um, what I will say is, I I was having this thought, and I may be saying this on the podcast out loud, so maybe I should have asked you guys beforehand, but what if, for the Christmas one, yeah. because we're, I know we're planning on doing one again, just you and I for then, yeah. if we did like a bit of an Ask Us Anything, and it was questions about the podcast or us that people can ask, and like not a problem, like people... That's fun, I like that. Like a little like advent calendar of, of questions, but it'll all be in one app. If you have any questions that are just like, just just put the question and the sub, put the subject title, Christmas, ask me anything or Xmas AMA, and then um and then send them to Andrew and then we can. And if it's a question that you want one of us to answer with the other one not in the room, we can a hundred percent accommodate to that. Oh, actually, that's a good thing. What if it was either it has to be question for Catherine or ca- question for Helen? That'd be great. Yeah, and it can be about the podcast. It can be about how we make it. It can be about like the production of it, but it can also be about comedy. But it can also be about us. And then, uh, depending on how invasive we find it, we will or will not answer it. What does Catherine wear on her feet when we're recording the podcast? 
Nothing. Next question. That's not true. I'm always. She's a barefooted baby. She no, went to London with no shoes on. Don't ruin it for me. Absolutely not. There's some big booted. Thank um, you so much for listening to our mailbox special. You guys are amazing. We're crazy fit. I've been Helen. He's been Andrew. She's been Em. She's been Catherine. See so you next week. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.